Good afternoon, and welcome to Faith Talk with Zamaya. You're listening to your inspirational podcast, where faith and hope collide. Hello, and welcome to Faith Talk with Zamaya. I'm yours truly, your host, Zamaya. And I am so excited about today, you guys. It is season one, episode one of Faith Talk. And man, I am just honored to have your listening ear and what I pray is an open heart. This has been such a beautiful journey and a beautiful process. Uh, I thank God that when he births a thing in you, he doesn't just leave you, but he joins forces and really sees it to completion. And so I just thank God for provision for the vision. Happy April. (laughs) Happy April. Can you believe it's April? Because I can't. I'm like, did we not just say happy new year? (laughs) We just said happy new year. And here we are in the month of April. Uh, but to God be the glory and I'm just grateful. I really believe that 2018 is a year of new beginnings and great success and I plan on taking advantage of each and every day. And so I hope you had an awesome week. I have had an amazing, phenomenal week. Um, it's just been really good. And so hopefully everybody has been having a great April. As we all know, this past Sunday, we celebrated Easter or Resurrection Day And uh, to me, it's one of the greatest displays of unrelenting love. And that is the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Man, I mean, it's just sobering to know that someone would um, give their life for mine, you know, and completely take the power of sin in my life away. And so, um, such an amazing time, such a beautiful time. And uh, social media was filled with uh, pictures of family get-togethers and coloring eggs and Easter egg hunts and Sunday's best dress and church services. And it was just really a beautiful, beautiful time. Uh, Traditions are always good. You know, uh, a lot of traditions... I won't say they're always good. I'll say that some traditions are worth the time and the energy because it brings the family together. You know, I did tell one of my friends, I said, you know, it is funny, though, that every event or every celebration that we have around Jesus, he has to compete (laughs) for affection, whether it's Christmas and Santa or uh, Easter um, resurrection day and the Easter bunny, but you know, the bunny's not going to send you to hell and Santa won't either. So, (laughs) but I just think it's funny. I guess they said St. Patrick got his own day and St. Valentine got his own day. That's enough saints with their own days. So (laughs) here you go, Jesus, here's the bunny. But, um, really all jokes aside, you know, while traditions can be wonderful, uh, they sometimes have the ability to desensitize the true meaning of the celebration, you know, the real reason why we celebrate, you know, you know, understanding the importance of, you know, his death, his burial and his resurrection, you know, really understanding what took place. You know, there was like a health transfer. I mean, a literal health transfer where we were sin sick, 
unable to cure ourselves. And then God sends the antibiotic that says, I will completely wipe out this sin that tries to hinder you, that tries to disable you. I will completely wipe that out. And he did that with the blood of Jesus. Um, Because when we sin, you know, we give the authority of sin. uh, We give sin authority over our life. You know, when we sin, it's like we're working for sin. You know, you work every day and then when you get paid, you get death. You know, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. And so, you know, you give sin authority to pronounce you dead. And so to know that Jesus got on that cross and said, I pronounce you living. You are not dead. You are alive and well and you will walk in great victory That is what uh, is so important that we understand is that Jesus gave us the power where Adam lost it. Jesus found it and he put it back in our hands. And that man, that's just an amazing, uh, an amazing love, an amazing God. And and, and I'm just so in awe. It's so sobering to know um, that he found me worthy. You know, that he came and he said, put it on my tab. He basically said, put it on my tab. They have ran up this bill, this crazy astronomical amount. And I'm going to put it on my bill. I'm going to put it on my tab because they can't pay it. I mean, imagine, imagine if you had a power bill um, and your power bill was like $100,000. Who are you going to call? Who's your automatic go-to person that's going to let you borrow $100,000 to pay off that bill? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I don't have anyone that I can just go to and say, Hey, I ran up my power bill. It's $100,000. Can you give me $100,000 for this bill? I don't have it. But you imagine if someone, you know, comes in and says, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. I'll pay it. And you ask them, well, why are you paying this? I love you. Wait a minute. I don't know you. It doesn't matter. I love you. I care enough to see that you prosper. And so I will pay this bill. That is what Jesus did for us. He said, I see this bill that they cannot pay. And I will pay this bill. I will take the power that this authority of sin has over their life. Yeah, that's finished. Mm, That's a beautiful thing to know that God, when he was up on that cross, he was thinking of you and I. And he said, I know the plans that my father has for them. And that's a plan that they should be prosperous and in good health. I declare that this thing over their life right now is finished. As believers, when Jesus got up, and he rose with all power. He gave, he gave us the ability to rise as well. And a lot of times it's not what's going on in our lives. It's not um, what may be coming up against us. It's our response. It's our reaction. It's, you know, how we react. And the way you react, it shows the reflection of your perspective. You know, if you're operating in a perspective of I have all power and I have all dominion, then nothing, nothing can move you, you know, because you know, all things are going to work together for the good. But when you are unaware, when you are not understanding the power of 
the Holy Spirit in your life, then these things that, you know, the issues of lives, the care of life will crush you. But I thank God. I thank God for the blood of Jesus and the power of Jesus because that is how we are able to die to our flesh and we are able to keep it under subjection because he dethroned its ability to rule and reign us. You know, he he took that all away. He said, beloved, I love you. I love you. And I love you so much that I want you to have life and life more abundantly. You know, oh, you guys. I tell you, it just brings me to tears sometimes to think about the goodness of God. But there's a catch. (laughs) There's a catch. There is fine print. You know, Um, you have to believe. You have to truly believe in your heart of heart that Jesus died on the cross and he rose with all power in his hands. And that he has transferred that power to me. And I am able because he did. I am able to do greater than, much greater than, because of what he did on the cross. I love how the NIV Bible defines faith. It says, faith is confidence in what we have hope for and assurance about what we do not see. I'm going to say that again. Faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Where is your confidence? I had to ask myself that. Where is your confidence? I can guarantee you that whatever your confidence is, that is your power source. If your job is your confidence, your money will be your power. If your relationship status is your confidence, your love life or your lack of will have your power. And if your confidence is in yourself, then here's where the Lord really shocked me because he began to show me something new that I had never taken into account. If my confidence is in myself, then my power is in my weakness. I was like, wait, no, no, no. I, my confidence is in my strength and in, in, in my ability to do these things and my ability and in, in my talents and my gifts and my knowledge and my wisdom. And he said, no, ma'am, if your confidence is in yourself, then your power is your weakness. Whatever you run to in your weakness is fueling your life. And unfortunately, most times we run to sin or the gateway doors to sin. (laughs) And sin has a way of always humiliating us. You know, we think that we have, you know, everything under control. And that control causes us to completely lose it altogether. I heard a minister say one time at Bible study that sin will trick the heart into believing that its voids are being filled. In other words, whether it's food or drugs or sex, whatever the substitute may be, the endorphins that are released in the body that says I'm happy creates a false sense of confidence. So, you know, you're thinking, oh, I'm being filled, you know, um, everything's going to be okay. I'm happy now. And Sooner or later, that high that you're on is going to be gone because those voids are supposed to be filled by Jesus, by the love of God, by the redeeming source of God, by the restoring source of God. And so when we rely on these um, other substitutes, we always, you know, have to keep going back. That's where the addiction comes from. 
because you're trying to go back to that same high. But it, you never can because that void was never meant to be filled by anything or anyone other than the Lord. You know, oftentimes as a believer, I encounter people who confess that the living arrangements of Christians are too much. It's like, you are doing way too much. I can't live like that. I don't want to do that. I want to be able to do this. And honey, I got to do that. And uh-uh, YOLO. <laughs> there used to be a time when people will always be like, YOLO. And you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, hell is YOLO too, because you only go there once, okay? I know. <laughs> So just keep that in mind. But trust me when I say I do understand. Um, sometimes I'm like, you know, hey, I'm trying to be obedient. I'm trying to do the right thing. And, you know, life is so hard, you know. But I, I just truly believe that God is going to work everything out for our good. You know, sometimes life can push you to your limits. Sometimes you do feel um, pushed to your breaking point every day. And for me, sometimes I felt like I was swimming and the water was around my neck and, and I'm holding my neck up above this water and I'm just like, okay, God, I'm still believing. I'm believing, but the water's at my neck and, and I don't know if I'm going to make it and I don't know, but I'm just going to trust in your word and I'm going to believe in your word. And Lord, I thought that I was going to be able to swim and Lord, I thought that I should be walking on this water and Lord, but you know, even though it's at my neck, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep believing because I believe that you can do all things. I believe in what your word says. So, beloved, I say that if you're suffocating to the point that you feel that you're about to let go, it's time for confidence check. There's that question again. Where is your confidence? I come to simply encourage you to take your concerns, your pains, your hurts, your disappointments, your fears, and all of your doubts to the cross and lay them down. And exchange them for the greatest confidence known to man, Jesus. Because beloved, it's still finished. That work that he did on the cross, it is still done. And when he was hanging from that cross, broken, beaten, and seemingly defeated, he remembered you and I and whispered these words, it is finished. Isaiah 55 and 11 says, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in everything for which I sent it. There's three things in that scripture that should bring all of us great joy. Number one, it says shall not return empty. Number two says shall accomplish that which I purpose. And number three, it says, shall succeed. God's word is bond. You know, there used to be a phrase that people say, oh, my word is bond. No, God's word is bond. If he said it, you can believe it. If he said it was finished, it is truly, truly done. And I thank God that there is a word that God has spoken over my life and that every day that word is being accomplished. My friend, there is a word that God has spoken over your life and every day that you wake up, it is trying to accomplish itself in you. Every day, goodness is trying to accomplish itself in you. Every day, grace and mercy and long suffering, they're trying to accomplish itself themselves in you, trying to 
get you to having the life and life more abundantly every single day. God's love and redemption is chasing you down. And I declare and decree that last part of the scripture that says, when it says, shall succeed in the thing which I sent it. I'm not talking about just regular success, but I'm talking about great success in every area of your life. Now, I will not lie. And I will not tell you that trusting Jesus and giving your life to God and committing your life to him will exonerate you from having trials. Because we all are going to experience some storms. We're all going to go through some things. We're all going to have bad moments. We're all going to have letdowns. We're all going to have disappointments. But the word of God says that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Hmm. That means before it starts, it's already finished. Before it starts, God has already stepped in and said, this thing is done. You know, the next scripture after Isaiah 55 and 11, it says you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. That's my hope. I don't know how you came onto this podcast. I don't know what condition your heart's in, what condition your mind's in, what your week has been like, what your life has been like. But I'm declaring and decreeing that you will find confidence. And if you haven't had confidence, that you'll find confidence again in the completed work of the cross and that you will know that anything that rises up against you God has taken complete authority over and you should know with great confidence that it's still finished and I am praying that you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace in every way and in every day beloved God has an amazing plan for your life it is not over You are not finished. You are not forgotten. You are just where God needs you to be. And that is in the middle of your yes. Sometimes it gets confusing. Sometimes, you you know, you enter broken places and you're just like, God, I said yes. And that middle of that yes, it gets all all grimy and and sometimes you want to give up. But let me tell you, you hold on and you keep believing because the finishing work of God on your life... mm, Man, if you could see the end, you would know why it is so important to keep pushing. But I am here today to encourage you to keep going, keep believing, keep trusting. Greater is he that is in you that is in the world. God is for you, beloved. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that for no good reason you purpose your love towards us. We thank you for the completed work of the cross. We thank you for the confidence we can have in the power and blood of Jesus. We thank you for every good work you are accomplishing in our lives. We ask for forgiveness of everything that we partake in that hinders our walk with you. Creating us a clean heart and renewing us right spirits, Lord, that we may be men and women after your heart fulfilling your will every day and in every way. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen.